does alcohol need? More, More alcohol. alcohol. Hey guys, you're listening to Drunk and Uncultured. We are a drinking problem masquerading as a pop culture podcast. I'm Lindsay. I'm Stephanie. And I think it's my week. Yes. So it is the second week. Oh, I got close to the mic there. It is the second week of September. That is I, the month. I don't know. That is the correct month. I don't know what day it is. Um, and I will explain why I feel like I have no idea what day it is. <laughs> When we get into the, more into the episode, but um, yeah, I haven't been binging. I I did binge um, High Fidelity, the TV show on Hulu. It's the um, remake of the movie High Fidelity that came out in like '99, I think. Uh, That's the one with movie. the record yes. store. Okay, uh, John Cusack in the record store that he owns. Um, this one has Zoe Kravitz as John or um, as John Cusack's character, whose name is Rob. Think about that. I had to think about that for a second. Um, the show is very fun. I don't think it's as good as the movie, but it's less toxic. Um, so that's that's good. Um, but it's a fun show to watch. Um, Zoe Kravitz is fantastic in it. And she plays like the, the perfect asshole because the character is an asshole mm-hmm. historically um, without being like a misogynist, obviously, but in the opposite way towards men. Well, she's bi, so towards I guess both sexes. Um, so it, I mean, it's good. I've watched it before, but I, I just rewatched it. And instead of binging TV, I have just been reading a lot of fan fiction. So I'm very excited to talk about that at the end of the year. when we go through my, um, your list. My, have you been keeping up with your I, spreadsheet? So I've changed the way I do the spreadsheet. I don't log anything less than 10,000 words. Fair. Okay. So I, if I read a lot of one shots, I don't log them. Yeah. But if it's over ten thousand words as a one shot, I log it. So we'll we'll kind of talk about that at the end of the year when I pull up my um, form that I created for myself, and we can go through average ratings, ships. I'll, I'll do a whole like data analysis, tell you how many words I read, how many um, fix of one type I read, how many words of one ship I read, that kind of thing. Oh goodness it's gonna be fun yeah i'm I'm actually really excited excited for this this and i do have some edits to the form that i'm gonna make for next year um and i might even make these edits like going back and just like look up the um the fix before i do it and like Mm -hmm. because i never did like archived ratings or like smut inclusion um, oh yeah, smut inclusion is that's important. To know. Yeah, it is. Um, and I, I honestly, I I did this for myself so that I could like go back because I don't bookmark every fic that I like. Right. But sometimes I'll like think about it and be like, oh, I want to read that again. And yeah, I won't yeah, remember yeah. what it is. So it's kind of like for myself to be able to have sort of like your album list, but mine's yeah. fan My fiction. Yeah. All right. So that being said, um, I think we're done with the binge watch, and I also I like haven't been home really this month i've been traveling a bunch so i haven't yeah been able to watch things um so let's get into the beer yeah so this is kind of i feel like a trendy beer right now especially this time of the year um we are drinking a bushel of apples from phase three out in the burbs so this is a collaborative i don't know kind of inspired beer by affy tapple which is 
the caramel apple that you can buy in the stores, like they sell them in grocery stores mm-hmm. and stuff. The ones with like the peanuts on them. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a peanut caramel apple ale. It's a type, it's kind of a spin on a golden ale. Mm-hmm. It says it has apple juice and natural flavors. We actually tried this. We'll talk a little recently, bit more about that too. But yeah, we did try this recently and we picked this up and we thought this would be a good idea for an episode. Yeah. This also benefits Gigi's Playhouse, which is a Down Syndrome Achievement Center. So part of the proceeds of this beer goes to that. Um, okay, so first off, like... Is this, this a Grateful Dead glass? Yeah, it's the ones that Steve got for Matt for Christmas. Uh, it's like a whiskey tumbler. So first off, like aroma, it's just straight cut caramel. Yeah. It's like very caramel forward yeah. in the scent. It smells... I mean, it smells like a... So back from my Starbucks days, it smells like the caramel, caramel apple ma- spice. Yeah, it smells like a caramel macchiato. So I get the caramel apple spice, which is caramel syrup, apple juice, you know, steamed up. So yeah. this would be like if you did a cold version yeah. of that, but that's what it smells like to me. What it smells like to me is like if you ever went to an apple orchard as a kid to pick apples, when they do like the caramel apples on site or the mm-hmm. candied apples on site, it smells exactly mm-hmm. like that area. Of, like, a an apple orchard. Yeah. Which we did a lot in Canada. Um, I will say the flavor isn't as strong caramel as it smells. No. Like I get more of the apple. I, I get more of the apple as well. Like, it's kind of, I don't want to say off-putting, but, like, initially when you smell this, you think it's going to be so sweet and yeah. so sugary. And it's not. Yeah. It's a little bit deceiving in that way. Yeah. Like, you get the caramel as, like, almost uh, an initial flavor, but mm. it's a very mild caramel, like, a little bit of burnt sugar, so a little yeah. bitterness. Yeah. Um, and not just, like, straight caramel butter. Um, and then you get a lot of, like, apple juice, yeah. almost. And then I think the one thing that's really cool about this is you get that, like, salty peanut mm-hmm. flavor. At the back end. Which not a lot of beers do successfully. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really interesting that they were able to pull it off and it tastes this... Like distinctive, right? I think it's a very like complex flavor. Like the 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 scent aroma aside, it's a very complex flavor that you can taste all of those things without them overshadowing each other mm-hmm. or out without it being like, you know, all caramel up front. And for it to have a, such a distinct caramel aroma, you almost think that you're going to taste it just because you can smell it. And I'm kind of glad that you don't. I'm glad that you get the apple and that you get the salty peanuts and you get the bitterness. I also think it's. Um... I don't know that I could drink a whole can of this. I think no. it's, we, for full transparency, we are splitting it. Um, it's after a, our experience trying it before, we were like, we should share a can. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's still sweet. Yeah. So it's not like overly sweet, but it's still like, it's got more of a cidery yeah. flavor, I think, to it. Because there's a there's a decent bit of apple. Yeah. Um, I think that, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't be able to drink a whole one of this because I think I would just like get like almost a uh, palate fatigue. Yeah. From it. Um, but like a, a good like half can like a splitting kind of situation. Yeah, it's, it's perfect to share with a friend. Yeah, uh, I mean this beer is kind of hard to get, so you know I feel like a lot of people are sharing it in general. Yeah. Um, so this is a perfect sharing beer for fall. 
Um, it's so unique and distinctive that mm-hmm. I think it's ten it's very thousand fall. percent worth trying. It's very fall. I if think you can get fun. your hands on this. It is so fun and different. Yeah. And honestly, I've never had a beer like this before. I haven't either. And I think this is a really fun one if you do, if like if you're into bottle shares. This is a fun one. I think that to bring to something like mm-hmm. a bottle share because it's so fun and so or even if you're having a little uh campfire with your friends and Mm -hmm. you want to start passing some stuff around to try and it doesn't show off very boozy it doesn't taste boozy at all it's so this is six percent but it it doesn't really taste like alcohol this this doesn't taste like a beer which is i think so cool yeah all right what are your three words i'm gonna say burnt sugar is one okay can i say apple or no because it's in the name um, I, I think apple. I think you can say apple with this because it's based around it's an apple ale. So I it's think so it, the the apple flavor is so strong. I feel yeah. like you have to be able to say apple because it's like one of the main components. Yeah. Um, say burnt sugar, apple, and then s- salt. Yeah, roasty peanuts. Yeah, salty roasty. Peanuts. I was gonna say peanut, caramel, and apple. Like it is. And then so I know that's the flavor that like it's described as, but they are so strong within it. Like yeah. that's that's what it tastes. Yeah. It's just like a lot of beers will say like, oh, it tastes like stone fruit or whatever, and and this says it tastes like apple, peanut, and caramel, and it really like that's what you get. Yeah, I think there's, there's not a whole lot of like hidden like no notes to it. It's very much a caramel peanut apple. It so. tastes like a caramel apple. Yeah, yeah. You know what I feel like this beer needs? I need to like. I know what this is like a beer to drink on its own, and this makes me sound like an alcoholic, but I feel like this could use rum. You know what I mean? Oh, like like a a spiced spiced, rum? Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice, actually. A spiced rum or like a little bit of whiskey. Yeah. Um, This tastes like something you need to have whiskey in. Well, and I don't know if you ever did this, but in college, like we would drink like pumpkin ciders or pumpkin beers or like apple, like or ciders yeah with like a shot of like fireball or a shot of like vanilla vodka um in it because it tastes like an apple pie or a pumpkin pie and it kind of gives like that vibe where like it would do well like mixed with a a liquor yeah um for sure i I definitely get that yeah that's what i just thought of yeah damn this could use some more liquor (laughs) (laughs) what does this alcohol need more More alcohol. alcohol All right, now that we've rambled for a while, I guess this kind of leads into what we're talking about today. So we, I mean, it's, we're coming up on the end of summer here. Uh, technically, I think the first day of fall is the day after we're recording this or like a couple days after. No, it was just summer. It just became the first day of summer on the solstice in like June. Yeah, the, the equinox is in September, babes. No, summer is more than three months long. No, it's not. There's four seasons. No, I know. Twelve I just, divided by four. I don't think three. I realized it was already September. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when I said June, I was like, June's not that far away, but I guess it is. Yeah, so we've yeah. we've had a really crazy couple months. Like, we were just talking about how we've not, you've not been home to watch TV, and that's because we've been the busiest, Dude, it's most been, obnoxious I've been people in the world. so much between, like... Orderly and work and yeah, personal. Um, so let's start with, I guess, let's start at the beginning of the summer. Yeah. So, or I guess slightly before summer. Let's start with Pitchfork. Pitchfork's in July. Well, it's still like. That's not before summer. Okay, what happened in June? I don't know. Let me look. Exactly. Let me look. <laughs> uh, I went to Reset Fest. 
I think I talked about that, though. Oh, actually, I'll start with June. Oh, God. Uh, first, we went to King Gizzard for three days. That was before summer, technically, but, you know, whatever. I know, you're so mad at me right I'm now. I'm going to punch you in the face <laughs> on this podcast, and nobody will see because it's sound only, and they'll just hear, <laughs> and you go, ow. And I'm going to punch you with this ring. I have to stand up in a wedding this weekend. That's Trevor will cool. understand that you were being a bitch. Fine, damn. We just won't put you in the photo. Damn. We'll turn your face the other way. <laughs> you only, I can only stand on the one side so you get the not fucked up side of my face. This is all going to go on the podcast, I know. Too. <laughs> okay, so not summer, but in June, which I count as summer, um, we went to King Gizzard. You went to two days. I did three. It was very fun. Uh, they actually just released like a compilation of that show. Isn't it like twelve albums? Well, yeah. If you get like a natural, yeah, yeah, the, it, the bootleg. They they released it for bootlegging. Yeah, um, and it's like twelve albums. Yeah, because I mean it's three out. It's two what two hours per night. It's two, yeah, something like that. Um, so eight hours ish. It's a lot of gifts. Yeah, um, but we I went to all of them, um, and then. I saw Blink-182 for the second time this year. With Turnstile. With Turnstile, and that was fun. Went to California and had um, a San Francisco weekend out of it. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And that was it for me. And Oh, we and went, then we like... We went to we, Temples, and then we got to go see our homies from Modern Dairy play. We did do a double show night. <laughs> yeah, literally, uh, Modern Dairy was playing next door to the Metro, so we went straight from the Metro, straight into G-Man. Mm-hmm. It was funny, too, because, like, I don't think I connected that. Like, I knew that they were playing G-Man, and I knew it was the same night. I just didn't connect that, like, it was next door. Because we pulled, me and Matt pulled up um, and got out of our Uber. Because we went to G-Man beforehand. Right. And Durs. um, Oh, that's right. Pat was outside. Pat and Bobby were standing outside. And they were just like, you guys are a little early for our show. (laughs) And we were like, you were not coming. (laughs) Surprise. Um, We're not here for you. We ended up going. Which was nice to see them. Um, I went to all three days of that new traveling festival reset. Um, That was really interesting because there was a lot of, well, I don't know if there was a lot, but there was, it was almost sounding like they were trying to like move it out of the park at the very last minute. What a discourse. It did not get approval from like the parks district until like a week before the festival, which was we were like kind of freaking out that we're like, what are they going to do? Um, but that was really fun because it was like Steve Lacey, Toro Iwa, James Blake, Boy Genius. Jamie XX. Jamie XX, LCD Sound System. Yep. Idols. Yeah. It's a very like robust lineup. Lineup. And very different. It was a really low-key festival, too. Like, it wasn't too high capacity, so it was very chill, very laid back. It was, honestly, like, we were so impressed with it. I mean, getting there and back was a bitch, but, um, yeah, great times. Is that it for June? I have a lot of days of us podcasting, because we had to stack a ton of episodes. I do, too. Um, okay, so then in July, uh, I went to Italy for a little over two weeks, two and a half, I think. Um, so we did, like, stack some episodes for that while I was gone so that they could auto-release. Um, that was very fun. I drank a lot of Aperol. 
Um, the beer scene is kind of like non-existent in Italy outside of like I was going to ask more about that. Yeah. So outside of like uh, traditional Italian beer is like Peroni um, and like imports like Heineken and Coronas. You don't really get a whole lot of craft. Um, I think the only time we got craft beer was when we were in Perugia, which is a college town. Okay. Um, so there was some craft beer there because of like the, you know, the younger students. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, anywhere you went, it was just like Peroni and one other beer on tap. So it was kind of like, you know, a little difficult to find beer. And so like, that's why there's not a lot of content from there to begin with, um, or outside of Perugia. Um, but we brought the one back and did an episode with it. Yeah. Or we brought two back and did an episode with it and then we drank the other one. Yeah. Um, but it was, I mean, it was a really fun trip. It was fun to like go eat a bunch of Italian food and not feel like gross because they treat their vegetables and animals better than we do here. What was that liquor thing that you guys brought back that we were drinking that one night? <clears throat> yeah, Genziano. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's an Amaro, like Fernet. Yeah. Um, so it's like a, a digestive, uh, for like drinking after. It's very like licorice It's made mm-hmm. from, um, uh, the Genziano plant or Genziana plant. Um, so it's just like fermented mm-hmm. weed, essentially. Interesting. Um, but yeah, Matt got very into drinking that while he was out there and like we spent hours looking for it. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Cause we didn't get it while we were in the, like the region. Sure. So like we spent hours like Googling where we could get it and we ended up finding a place in Rome that like a big liquor store in Rome uh-huh. that, that had it. Nice. And then we had some like nerves about bringing it back because i was like how uh, we were like worried about how much alcohol we had in, in our, our luggage and it was a whole thing we also brought back some limoncello which is like a pretty traditional italian yeah. uh dessert drink um like straight vodka and lemon juice basically yeah but you're supposed to sip it and not shoot it that's what i learned uh two years ago or so after they gave me a shot a shot of it and i threw it back and matt's dad was like what did you just do that checks out. Yeah, I was like, you gave me a shot. And he was like, no, you sip that. <laughs> you give me shot, I take shot. <laughs> you give me shot, I take shot. <laughs> um, but that was a really fun trip. Uh, we went to three days of jazz fest in Perugia, um, which I'm not super into jazz, but it was cool because there was just like people playing on the street. Yeah. My favorite thing was like this, like maybe eight year old kid was playing this like keyboard that was like. You know, it had, like, electro, uh, electronic sounds coming through. And he okay. was just, like, playing, like, classic jazz tunes, but, with, like, with an electronic keyboard that was, like, tuned to be electronic. Interesting. Um, and he was just kind of, like, going, like, and it was super cool. And it was fun to see, like, this, like, youth there. And I think he got more money than everyone else because everyone's like, look how cute he is. Yeah. <laughs> what did I do in July? I ran that Malort 5K, yep. which was... Honestly insane, and I, 10 out of 10, would recommend doing it again. Okay. Um, the concept of it, and I posted about it on the Instagram story, or Instagram feed in a reel, but you do a shot at the beginning, a shot at the end, um, and then first place gets a bottle to bring home, last place gets two bottles to bring home. Um, but you only have two hours to do it, so you can't just like okay. stand there like assholes. That's what we would do. That's what we would do. Um, but we kind of finished. We I, I ran it with our former guest, Rachel, or, you know, beer adjacent. Um, and her and I kind of finished in the middle of the pack. Um, and there was a surprise shot in the middle. So we ended up doing three shots uh-huh. of Malort. And then that same day, we did Revolution Freedom Fest, which was super interesting. And honestly, 
that is probably one of the most fun beer festivals I've ever attended. Um, they do it. It's like a queer yeah. beer festival. So yeah. they had so drag queens drag performing and each queen had their own beer and it was all of the like, freedom <laughs> series. So like the session sours. And they had, I really enjoyed the freedom series too. They had, I think, eighteen variants. Oh wow! I think those are fun. They had a lot. I they had a lot it. of cool stuff that was made just for the event. Um, the one of my like favorites was they did like a blackberry lemonade that was really good. One of the queens had an like Arnold Palmer inspired okay. one that was really good. And then I posted photos of. Chanel Mercedes Benz. Mm-hmm. Her beer was a sour ras- blue raspberry Ooh. with glitter in it. Oh, I love that. So oh, it's yeah, like a blue glittery that, yeah. beer. Oh, it was that was such I a do fun one. That one. Um, I went to Pitchfork. Um, you know, as I do every year. Um, Pitchfork was a little more laid back this year. I think. What was the beer this year? They didn't do one. Oh, really? Yeah, there was no Pitchfork beer. That. That's no. weird. Yeah, I know. I was displeased. I, I, I was displeased. Okay. <laughs> I always look forward to the festival I just, here. The way you said it was just strange. <laughs> I always look forward I to that. I was displeased. Please, sir, can we have a pitchfork um, beer? That's how it felt. <laughs> um, I think the sales were down this year compared to previous. Yeah. Compared to previous years, which for attendees was great, but for organizers, like, that's not sure, good. that makes sense. Um, but, like, headliner-wise, we did The Smile. They rip. They're uh, so I good. Know. I'm surprised that they were down, because, I mean, people fucking love The Smile. I think that was the busiest day. Okay. Actually, I take that back. Sunday was the busiest day. Who was the headliner then? Bony Bear. Oh, okay. Um, but it was The Smile, Big Thief, and Bony Bear. Um, we did get rain evacuated on the Saturday, and I took our whole friend group to Goose Island, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was madness. And then I, I went to an after show of Soul Glow, who is this punk band from, I think they're from Pennsylvania. Hold on, I can confirm that. I should know this if I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> Look how good that is. That does look good. Jesus, I can't spell. (sighs) Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I was right. Okay. But, so they're from Pennsylvania, and what's really cool is that they are a majority black punk band. Okay. Which you don't... Not really. You don't see promoted in this way a lot of the time, but they have, like, this really fun hardcore sound. Like, their biggest song is called uh, Gold Chain Punk, in parentheses, Who Gonna Beat My Ass? <laughs> that's funny and they're they're so energetic and so fun like that was probably the craziest after show i've ever been to at empty bottle okay just that kind of crowd yeah um 
Yeah, Pitchfork was fun this year. Pitchfork is always a good time. Um, so I'll go next. After I got back from Italy, I got on a plane like two days later to fly up back to California to San Francisco uh, to see Taylor Swift um, with our friend, former guest, Carol, Conspiracy Carol. Oh, God, that was so long ago. Um, yeah, that was like one of the first ones. Yeah. Um, it was very fun. Taylor Swift puts on a very good show. You guys um, were really close, too. We were really close. Yeah, we had floor seats, uh, I think eighth row. Very close. Um, she brought out Aaron um, Dresner. De- Dresner. Dessner? De- uh, that's a great Aaron question. Dessner. Um, He's just the guy from The National. That's all I um, For the secret song, the surprise songs, um, where she did Right Where You Left Me. It's a bonus track on Evermore. It's a fantastic song. So it was really fun. So she's been bringing out different guests every night? Not every night. Oh, okay. Just sometimes. So like... Um, I think she brought out Jack Antonoff once to do Getaway Car because there was like a viral video of them like writing it. Um, uh, she brought out Haim. Haim. Um, she's brought out, you know, various people that she has featured in songs. Okay. And then she's brought out Aaron like one or two times Got because it, okay. to, to do songs that he wrote with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's all acoustic when they do the surprise songs. Sure. Okay. Um, so it was really fun. It's, I mean, like I said... Great show. She has a lot of, like, production value within her show. It was very, very fine. Worth the money. Um, I was, like, we were trying to get tickets to go in, to see her in Indianapolis, but unfortunately did not get picked. Um, Probably for the best. Hmm. I could blow another 500 bucks. <laughs> I don't mean because of that. <laughs> Listen, I would have missed your wedding. The fuck you would have? <laughs> End friendship. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're already threatening to punch me in the face. You're threatening to not be in my wedding to go to Taylor Swift. What the hell is going on today? Um, but that was really fun. I think the next thing that you had, because I got back and then you had Lala Lala pretty much right away after, um, Lala this year was very low key. It rained a lot. Um, there's a really funny video I saw going around on TikTok <laughs> of people slipping in the mud. Yes, I saw that video. I think you sent it to me. It was very funny. Yeah, it was so funny. And um, one of our good friends, boyfriends, was walking around in a trash bag yep. like half the week. Yep. <laughs> um, um, also, that video of Jared Leto like jumping off oh of God. the... The jump scare? Yeah. I keep calling it the jump scare because yep. he started his set at like... On the rafters and then like bungee jumped onto the stage. Yep. Um, I went to an after show with you and Lawn Steve. Pear Trees. Yeah, that was fantastic. That was so much fun. That They're was so a good. Lot of fun. Um, and their then... set at the actual festival killed. Yeah, and it was really it was really interesting because they played the closing like when the closing headliners were on. So the Chili Peppers were on one end, Lana Del Rey was on the other. Um, and they're playing at the Grove. And then, yeah, Lom Paratrice was at the Grove stage. And it started out, um, we were, Steve and I were with a couple of our friends. And it started out as like a very, very small group. But as the set kept going, more and more people were just there dancing. Mm-hmm. And we were on the blue line heading home. And the, this younger group was behind us. And this girl's like, yeah. 
you know, you couldn't really hear Lana very well from where we were standing. So we were on our way out. And then all of a sudden we found this French band. And I've never danced that much in my entire life. I love that. I love that people found them. Yeah. They've really blown up between Lala and like this festival circuit. Because OSL, they were like huge at Outside Lands this year. Yeah. Um, Okay. And then... Like, basically two weeks after that, we had former guest Trevor's bachelor party because he's getting married um, Actually, right it'll after. Be, it'll be right after this, right before this episode yeah. comes out. So um, this episode will be on the Monday. He gets married on Saturday. Yeah. Um, so we're both in the wedding. Yep. Um, and it was really fun to go to the bachelor party and meet That's his friends. That's the last time we went to Beauty Bar for in a long time, too. Yeah, we hadn't been to Beauty Bar since January. So that yeah. was like, you know, eight months. Yeah. It's a long time later, yeah. It was very fun. Um, yeah, that D- that DJ group that they had, the yeah, night we went Club Mesh. Um, yeah. If if you can have like they like tour around, but they're a phenomenal like dance DJ group. They mm-hmm. really know how they to dance very hard. They mixed up like the weirdest combination of they songs, really did, yeah. But it worked. Like when you're if you were to see it on paper, you'd be like, no. Yeah, because what did they do? They did ABBA with something, right? They did ABBA with one, and then they did Toxic. Ass by Big Sean <laughs> with Twist and Shout by yes. the Beatles. Yes. And if you were to see that on paper, you're like, what are you going to do with that? Um, but it worked so it well. Was it was so, so much fun, because like, they did Ass first. It was and so unexpected. Twist and Shout came on, and everyone was like, what? And then it just like started dancing again. Yeah, it, it was, was so very, unexpected. It was, fun. it was very fun. Um, very fun weekend. We got to do um, this fun show at salt shed and it was super fucking hot that day oh the beach, beach bunny pool, pool party and i think they're they might do it yearly that was really fun was really, i would like, go to popular. that again and it was um so beach bunny headline the beths were there um, charlie, charlie bliss, bliss um swirl flower, flower and i forget the last person i don't remember either but it was really fun. It was all female-fronted bands or artists. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of when Courtney Barnett did her Here and yeah. Now tour. Here, here and there? Here, here and, and there, now. I think. Um, her tour last year where she had the mostly female-fronted yeah. bands yeah. touring with her. Yeah. Um, but it was super fun. It was a really cute concept. Our friend um, Kyle. Former guest Kyle. Kyle. Um, from Soothsayer Hot Sauce got to do like a custom hot sauce for Beach Bunny. It's like a bright pink called, what is it? 100% Girl Tears or something, something like that. that. Um, so that was a really cool collaboration that like they announced like that day and I was just like freaking out and I said it to Stephanie and I was like, Kyle, what the fuck? Yeah, we were all freaking out. But um, that it was really fun because he was at the show. Yeah. So we got to hang out with him. Pretty much like a lot, like a lot of our friends were on the show, like former guests, Rachel and Brian, oh yeah, um, Kyle, yeah, yeah, a lot of actually a lot of former guests were there. It was a big meetup spot. It was. It was a a very fun show. I hope they do it again. Um, The Beths were fantastic as always. Oh yeah. Um, What else did I do that was really crazy? I went to I went to Denver. this trip was kind of interesting because my annual Denver trip, we normally go, just go Friday to Sunday, mm-hmm. and it's a real quick, like, in and out, brewery hopping, but this time we actually saw two concerts while we were out there. Um, we saw The National with the Beths mm-hmm. at Mission Ballroom, which is a super cool venue. Yep. Um, that is one of the cooler venues I've been to in a while. It's so well set up and laid out. 
sound quality was great. Um, and then we also went into Red Rocks and we saw the Summer Odyssey tour, which mm-hmm. was Beck and Phoenix. And the opener on their date was Japanese Breakfast. Love that. So, and you guys like went because of Japanese Breakfast, right? Yeah, that was the main reason we went to that show. We did look at what the Chicago show was going to cost before we bought that. And it was going to be almost, it was like maybe $20 more to go to Red Rocks. And we were like, why would we not go to Red Rocks? Yeah. Because we made that our annual trip. Because like beer-wise, we did True, we did Our Mutual Friend. We went there twice, actually. Yeah. We went to Denver Beer Co. We went to Ratio. Kind of hit all the fun spots. I found this really fun bar called the Matchbox, mm-hmm. and they had Malort, yep. so that was a big hit. Finding Malort in Denver, very fun. We went to this really cute rooftop cocktail bar that I had never heard of before. It's in a, it's in this place called the Catbird Hotel, which is kind of bougie. Um, what? He gave me the five dollars. <laughs> did you? Did you just say $5 for feet pics? I said, um, you don't get feet pics for free. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, I'll start the cocktail bar thing again, because unless you want the feet pics part to stay in. I don't care. Uh, but this, we went to this really cute cocktail bar called the Red Bar. You gotta, like, not do it in the same sentence if you're gonna restart it. You always do this. You're like, I'll start it again, and then as you're saying that, you'll start it. It's like, you, you gotta give gap. Not that serious about this podcast. I'm not either, but you're the one that was like, I'll start it over. I was like, I don't care if my beat pigs comment are in it. Um... Listen, I talked about punching you on this That's in my fair. Room. All right, well, fuck it. So what I was saying was that we went to this cocktail bar in this really cute hotel called the Catbird Hotel, and um, the, all of their main cocktails right Isn't now- Isn't Catbird um, like a jewelry company? Too? Not associated. Okay. Yeah. Um, they All their cocktails were astrology themed. A lot of people thinking about birds that are cats, too. That hotel was really cute. Apparently, it's like an extended stay hotel, and it's all very... I described it to Steve as, like, millennial. Mm. It was a lot of, like, millennial pink, but it was really cute, and I thought, like, well... not chewy. No, I thought it was really well curated and, like, cute and, like, looked very enticing. Uh, But the cocktail bar was very cute, too. The cocktail bar was, like... The decor was a little kind of, like, meh. Okay. Felt a little Target to me, but the cocktails were really good. <laughs> you just spit all over me. <laughs> Girl, you just like hopped a No, I didn't. <laughs> you just spit all over my leg. <laughs> you just stared at me and I was starting to laugh. <laughs> Why? I was just looking at you. You were just staring oh my at God. me. This is what happens when we do a, an update, apparently. This is what we sound like in real life um <laughs> all right let's go on i don't want to do this anymore fuck you <laughs> this episode's a fucking mess uh, um okay so i went to i'm not gonna talk about my toronto trip or my kentucky trip um i got back and matt and i went to see ween and cake both uh separate shows at the salt shed those were fine 
Ween was very interesting people watching. I'm not like a big Ween fan, not because I don't like them. I just never really got into them, but Matt is. Um, and so it was very, very interesting crowd. I think the best part of it, and Stephanie loves this part, was... I do. And then, like, between the opener and we Or no, it was only Ween. Between Ween sets, I think, maybe? I can't really remember. This guy just, like, goes up to me and goes, I think you were on my flight. Did you fly Southwest? And I was like, no, I live here. And he was just like, okay. <laughs> and then walked away. No, that's not my favorite part. Oh, the... Okay, her actual favorite part is... This guy turns around and looks at me and goes, have you seen my friend Mike? And I go, oh, yeah, is he white with a beard, like mid-40s, wearing a hat? And he's like, yeah, that's exactly him. I was like, that's everybody here, my guy. <laughs> and he was like, that's fair. And the guy behind us is like, have you seen my friend? And then, like, it started a thing. And, like, as a joke. And he was just like, okay, I get it. <laughs> I don't know why you would know my friend Mike. It was just a lot of, like, dumb people. Yeah. Um, it was fun though. Um, and then I think that like more or less leads into Riot Fest. Yeah, I was going to say, I went to like a ton of shows in there too, but. Yeah, I, I went to more than that, but I thought, I thought the weed one would be fun. The weed one is fun. Um, so then we went to Riot Fest. So three days of Riot Fest. Three, three after nights shows. of after shows. So long I weekend. also had a show on Thursday before Riot Fest. Too. I don't know how you did that. I don't remember what I did. Oh no, I was in. Texas on Thursday. Yeah, you literally flew in Friday morning. Yeah, so this is the whole thing. I flew in Friday morning. My flight left at 5 a.m. Central Time, so I was up at... No, my flight left at 6 a.m. Central Time, so I was up at 4 to check out the hotel, get the get to the airport. I got home at, like, 10.30, basically immediately got ready, and then we, like, went to Rye Fest, basically. Uh, oh, well, we started drinking, and then we went to Riot Fest. We started Fest. drinking, and then we went to Riot Fest. Um, we had a little breakfast of champions. Yeah, we had some Malort, some seltzers mixed with energy, energy drinks. drinks. Um, then went to Riot Fest. So Riot Fest from, like, noon to 8. We got there really early on Friday to see Olivia Jean. She played at, like, 12. Yeah. 45, something like that. So it was an early start to Friday. Yeah. So got there at, like, noon, then went to go see the OCs afterwards, um, got there a was few, a big group of us at the OCs there was. this year. It was very fun. Um, my favorite part about the OCs is like this: the air conditioning was dripping on us, and every single one of our friends turned around at some point, and they're like, "Did you feel that? Is someone spitting? Did someone spill a beer? What's happening?" And like very like different responses as everyone, as every person individually throughout the night turned to me, and I was like, "It's the air conditioning. It has been dripping on me all night." Calm the fuck down. No one's spitting on you. Um, the other thing that was really crazy that night is, so we were at, I feel like we had like a, a group of like 30 people at Turnstile too. Yeah, we had a big group at Turnstile. Um, at the festival. All of the people we knew that were at the festival pretty much came together to watch yeah. Turnstile together and it was magical. I have videos of Stephanie, like, freaking out. It was very fun. Yeah, I'll post the reel from Riot Fest when I have a free moment. Um, But it was very fun. The LCs were great. I um, went into the pit, got hit in the face real hard, had a migraine for the rest of the show. And then afterwards, Matt was like, should you be going into the pit with a broken hand and not wearing a brace? And I was like, probably not, but... I did. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about you breaking your hand. Oh, yeah. I broke my hand in August, about a month ago. A uh, month and a 
week, five weeks ago. You were on your way to go meet me at Pilot Project. Like, I'm literally sitting at Pilot Project, and I'm chatting with Dan and Jordan. And then you just texted me, and you're like, what's your ETA? And I was like, I'm not coming. I broke my hand. <laughs> I'm sitting on the corner a block away. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I fell off my bike, broke my hand. It's a whole story. You're still not wearing your brace, so no. it might not get better. We'll see. It's fine. Um, I aggravated doing things I probably shouldn't be doing. Well, things I should be doing, but maybe without that hand. Um, then okay. the, next, the second night um, at Riot Fest, we stayed the entire time. We got there around two, I think. Um, left after the postal service. Oh yeah, bowling for soup was very fun bowling because they soup. did. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I had like no expectations for they their set. They played all, and the I hits. was even thinking about going to a different set and not them. I told you I was going to Bowling for Soup, and I think you were like, I'll go to you then. Yeah. I don't think I was, like, that dedicated. I forget who I was going to see, but it wasn't them. Um, but they, I was so surprised. We had so much fun. They played the Phineas and Ferb theme song. Classic. They played the hits. Um, they were so goofy. They rickrolled the crowd. And they just kind of walked around. They were like, this is your only opportunity To get a post picture. Yeah. And, and they, they were, like, like rickrolling. Yeah. It was very fun. Um, I thought, I mean, I knew all the songs, so they played all the hits, basically. Yeah. And uh, I really enjoyed that. Then we saw Postal Service and Death Cat for Cutie, which were fantastic. We also saw Queens of the Stone Age. Yep. And um, High Viz. That High Viz stuff was yeah. great. What else did we see? That was like, that was a stacked night of shows. And then afterwards, we went to the Soothsayer Hot Sauce Pop Punk Pizza Party. And my favorite part of that... Well, let's. The, it took so long to get there, first of all. Like, getting a bus and then getting there took yeah, so the long. Yeah, the public transit situation actually... was bad this year. It yeah. took us almost an hour and a half to get from the festival to right. we the left, venue. We left a little, like, maybe five we, minutes yeah, early. Yeah, we left a little early. And we had to walk all the way to go get the bus. They had outside buses the lined up, but you couldn't get on the buses. And right. it was And it was just, like, mess. a clusterfuck. Uh, so you walked all the way to Western and caught the bus there around like 11, 20 or 10, 15 or so. And then it, it took, took us like, the, we were on the bus for like an, almost an hour. Yeah. We it almost missed uh, Pet Symmetry. Yeah. Which was kind of That upsetting. was the headliner. That, that was, was the who headliner. we wanted to We see. missed all the other bands. Yeah. Which like the, the show started before the festival ended. So we get that. Yeah. But we almost missed the main act. The main act. Um, but the main act was fun. Oh, they were so much fun. My favorite part was when the guitarist was trying to eat as well, many hot sauces. Well, and it was during a song that the guitarist, like, doesn't, isn't, doesn't play anything. So he's like, I'm not doing any of this song, so I'm going to eat pizza and hot sauce. And he was trying to try as many hot sauces as he could And he'd, like, pizza. pour them on the pizza, take a bite, and then read the name of the hot sauce. So all you just hear is... And then at one point he tried to feed the other the singer. Yeah, he tried and, to like feed him as he's singing, and he's like, "No, I'm singing." And then also the drummer, and then he just shoves the whole pizza in and pours the hot sauce in his mouth. That it was, was like it was very I like when he just like free dumped he just the like, hot sauce. Yeah, he just straight up raw dog the hot sauce down the gullet. They're so much fun. Like yeah, that was fun. such a fun set. Um, and then Sunday, uh, headliner was The Cure. Yeah, incredible. Um, we left a little bit early for that to be able to get, I think just because, one, we were all tired, and then... Well, we had, we had pre... Oh, I had pre-booked an Uber. Yeah, then. we pre-booked an Uber because we public... Left. We would have taken public transit because we were going to Empty Bottle, but after our situation the night before, yeah. we were like, we can't rely on this. 
Right. Um, so we pre-booked an Uber. We left maybe like 10 minutes early, I think. I think they were already playing their last song at that yeah. point when we left. Um, which worked out really well, actually, because the Uber was like on its way as we were leaving. Yeah, it was so, like perfect timing. Uh, they showed up like 10 minutes early, like right when we were walking up. So that worked out well. And then we went to our third after show of the night. That um, We went to Yard Act and Empty Bottle. Which was, it was funny because we kept talking about this, but like the lights were getting later and later as we went on. Yeah. Because like the OCs, we got home around midnight. Midnight. And then... Um, night two, we got Susan. home around one. Yeah. And then, and then we night. got home like one thirty. Right. On Sunday. Sunday. Uh, we bullied Steve into going because... Dude, it was the best. It was, it was so, so fun. Because he was like, I'm going to come in and get my free beer because I have the bottle pass. And uh, as he was drinking the beer, and he was like, yeah, I'm not staying. And I was like, what was that? You said you're staying? And he was like, I said, I'm not staying. And Stephanie's like, I think you just said you're staying, right? I can't hear you very well. And then we got Matt to do it, too. <laughs> and then Steve, like, eventually gets, got peer pressure into staying. Well, at that point, Scam Likely was going on. And um, I was like, I was like, are you, are you leaving? What are you doing? He's like, I'm staying. I'm going to regret this tomorrow. Because he had an 8 a.m. meeting Monday. Right, and he had to, like, talk in it and yeah. be on video. But, I mean, I had an 8 a.m. meeting. Yeah. I didn't have to talk or be on video, but... He did. I heard him wake up. He woke me up because he had to get up and shower to look presentable. Yeah, I rolled out of bed. Yeah, I well, rolled I out of bed too. at seven fifty and then turned my um, seven fifty five, laid on the couch and watched the town hall. Yeah, that was so much fun. Yeah, um, it was a very fun weekend. It's gonna who be. What was rough, your favorite though. act Ooh. of the whole weekend? Um, so I would say that post service and death cat for cutie were like my top two, and then I think right behind that was AFI. AFI was fun. AFI was so much fun. They sounded so good. Davey Havoc is um, an amazing guy. I actually was having a conversation with my coworker who was at Riot today. And he was like, yeah, you know, AFI was a lot better when they had the old singer. And I was like, what are you talking about, old singer? And he's like describing and describing things. And I'm like, Havoc. like, that's the same guy. He's he's like, no. Was he talking about Miss Murder with the long hair? Well, it wasn't. I, I don't. I don't know what he was talking about. But I was like, dude, that's the same guy. And I even pulled AFI up a side by side. Right. Yeah. I pulled up a side by side, and he goes, "I don't know why I thought it was a different guy." And he's. I mean, he has different hair, but he looks. He the also same. like changes his like eyebrows. Yeah. And like he's I very. His like, face looks. The yeah, same. but like I definitely think like changing his eyebrows. Also, he's getting older, so like he's gonna. Well, that's what I said. I'm like he's different. older now, right? Like if you think about when AFI like was blowing up, he looked younger. Like that's well, yeah. I mean, AFI's was been young. around since like the, 90s. the early nineties. Yeah. Um. So that was fun. That was a very fun weekend. It's gonna be an exhausting month or so because like we have. Trevor's wedding this weekend, which has a bunch of Literally, events. Yeah, we pre-party wedding. We should be at the wedding stuff all day, very early. Um, wedding and then, after party, and then nothing at this point. I really. have a show on Monday. On I have four shows next week. I have another Plus, wedding next weekend, and then I have yeah. a wedding after that weekend. The weekend Your after, parents are coming to town. So I'm I'm not gonna really sleep until no. October. I'm gonna <laughs> until sleep. late October. I assume I'm gonna sleep after my thirtieth because I'm that busy the next yeah. several weeks. Yeah. Um. So I mean, a lot going on this summer. That's why we've like been. We've kind of been MIA a little bit. I feel like our content's been a little low too, just because we haven't had time to. I haven't gone anywhere. Yeah. I'm not. The only places I'm going are, like, concerts, the gym, yeah. and my office. I think the only time we've taken, like, 
intentional content has been at festivals at shows and then we we like had I guess a week, we did we had a day free and yeah. we like went to the suburbs and went yeah to we've not actually done that in a really long time we went to more in mm-hmm. villa park yep and they had the malort maibach which yep. was very i think all four of us tried that mm-hmm. and that all actually came up because it was steve's idea yeah steve was like we have I, a week we have a day free let's do said, this yeah i want to do this and then we all were like Fuck it. I guess we're all doing it. Yeah. And then while we were out there, we're like, let's just go to P3 too. Yeah. We went to the new phase three location in Elmhurst, yeah. which was kind of cool. And that's where we picked up the bushel of apples. But yeah, we've just been so busy. We haven't had like brewery days, like brewery weekends like we normally do in the summer. Like The most thing we've done is randomly go to Dante's. Yeah. Because we were like, hey, it's last minute. It's down the street. Right. So it's been, uh, it's been fun, busy, but just busy, it's been hard busy. for like the content. Yeah, um, I I don't know the last time I've had a summer that's been this crazy yeah. in a while. Yeah, probably since before the pandemic. Like I'm busy in the summer, but like this summer, I just feel like has been wild. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, I mean that wraps up for me at least for the yeah. summer. Um, by the next time we record, I will have seen Run the Jewels four nights in a row. And I'm very excited. So that is what I would like to end this on. Cool. Do your spiel. All right. So we hope you enjoyed the episode, even though it was a little chaotic and we kind of just wanted to shoot the shit. Um, Please go on your favorite podcast streaming service and give us a five-star rating and maybe leave us a written review. Um... You can listen through the song and hear all of our contact and social media information. Um, Hit us up there. We're out having a good time. Being busy grownups. And yeah, we will see you in October. Bye, guys. All right, that was the episode. So we love hearing from you, um, and if you want to contact us, you can do so through our email address. It is drunkanduncultured at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook at Drunk and Uncultured Podcast. Our Instagram is drunkanduncultured. And our Twitter is drunkuncultured. No ant. And as always, I'm Lindsay, and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and untapped at lindsaysoldout. And I'm Stephanie, and you can find me on Untapped, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr as underscore Stephen Color. And you can also follow my concert Instagram at Shitty Concert Blog. Stay drunk, guys. See you next time.